Welcome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> let's get the, let's get the show on the road. We are here to talk about Greta Gerwig's return to the big screen with a little plastic doll that I was not expecting <laughs> to be so adult oriented. <laughs> True. Which I'm very excited for. Uh, Barbie, which um, stars, you know, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, uh, the whole kit and caboodle, everyone else. I don't even want to mention the whole entire cast. Um, it's a God, long list. It's it a, is long a list. list. It is. Like, every time I saw someone pop up, I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and it was the same way I, I thought with Oppenheimer, too, since this weekend was Barbie. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer, every time. I like every 15 minutes there was someone in there. I was like, Oh my God, they really got him in there. Oh my God. I was <laughs> oh like, God, no that's him. <laughs> Oppenheimer I, especially. It was like a bunch of like Nickelodeon stars too, which was weird I, to see. Oh, right. It really was. It really it was. was. Like Josh it was so Peck and then the, the Nick Wolf kid, I think is his oh, name. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, right. a bunch of old Nickelodeon stars were <laughs> in Oppenheimer. Hell? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> definitely going like i already like we decided that we're gonna go see it but i was like i don't know if i wanted to go last weekend whenever it came out or we wanted to go this coming mm. weekend definitely need to go this coming weekend like i already wanted to see yeah. it yeah i'm intrigued for just the easter egg of people <laughs> <laughs> it really is that's cool it's, it's a giant easter egg and you know what? you'll you'll definitely enjoy it it's it's a ride you know yeah. here's the thing i gotta say this is what i was so um, concerned about because I know these are two those are two contrastually different movies mm-hmm. completely different and yep. to put them out on the same weekend I was like oh my god like it's pitting Nolan versus Gerwig and I'm just mm-hmm. like yeah I'm like oh shit like who's gonna come out on top and then I remember like I my Barbie hype was extremely high yeah mm-hmm. and then I got scared like maybe a week <laughs> before because I yeah, because I was just like, fuck, like maybe the hype train started too early. Mm. Yeah. And Oppenheimer didn't really have a hype train except for Barbenheimer. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't even telling Shannon when we were leaving Barbie, like I never even saw a trailer for Oppenheimer. Oh my God, like, really? I, oh, right. Wow. Yeah. I went into that one completely blind. Like I knew who Oppenheimer That's was. That's crazy. Right. But I had just seen like the the little teaser that they did like last year, mm-hmm. where it was just or... the cameras, the paparazzi, or whatever, and then like it just said seven twenty one twenty three, and I was like, oh, interesting. And then then I pieced it together once I saw the poster, and I was like, oh, that's what it's for. Okay, right, right. So I had like no real like true recognition of it going into Oppenheimer, but Barbie. Holy shit! You can you could <laughs> not escape Barbie. Mm-mm. I made like, marketing team did them. <laughs> I don't know how you did to be honest. Like that's I insane. To... <laughs> I stayed off honestly. Like for a while there, I kind of went on like a no socials for a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the only way you could have done it. <laughs> whole, 
I've been trying to do like the whole I want to go into movies blind if I'm going to go actually see them in theaters. Like I want to just like show up and just be like, all right, we're here. I have no preconceived notions of how this is supposed to go. Let's do mm-hmm. it. So I'm really glad that I did though. I'm so freaking happy that I did. Now, I will say, though, I did see a trailer for Oppenheimer because we went and we saw Indiana Jones and they played that trailer before Indiana mm. Jones. So that kind of gotcha. got, got me screwed there. But, I mean, it's surprising we didn't have a Barbie trailer before. I mean, granted, it is Indiana Jones and it doesn't really match, like, the theme. But sometimes they throw in random ones that I feel like don't match it at all anyway. Mm-hmm. So I figured that would be the one they would do. But no, I'd, I'd, the only thing I ever saw of Barbie was the teaser where it's just her foot and that's it that's the only thing i ever saw where it's just like the the little girls and then the foot coming in yes and that was yeah it. like never okay. saw anything else and then i was like that's oh, impressive thank you i've done it twice yeah. and i've done it for this and i've done it for guardians of the galaxy and yeah mm. I'm, I'm glad that i was able to fight my way through <laughs> yeah because i i gotta applaud you for that because i yeah being on social media you could not escape barbie it was Mm -mm. like barbie mania everywhere that's partnerships it partnered with bumble i was like i I saw like an ad for bumble and they were just like what did they say they said oh don't be oh i forgot what it said i think it said like don't be a ken <laughs> don't just be a Ken. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like, you you really cannot escape this. It's everywhere. And I felt too like every it felt like every single person that like I follow on social media, like through the ride homes Instagram, because like I mostly just follow other like movie people on there, was like everyone saw Barbie Wednesday night. And I was like, what where's mm-hmm. my theater showing Barbie Wednesday night? <laughs> like I don't know. And so I felt like I had every review under the sun, like waking up Thursday morning um, for Barbie. And I was like, oh, my God, Barbenheimer started early. (laughs) It started early. Like they were not playing around. And it was Mm -mm. so crazy, too, because when they did that Wednesday screening, the blowout party, I Mm -hmm. was lucky enough to get a ticket. But that sold out like so fast. Oh, I'm sure. Over here in Dallas, like they only had two theaters that were showing it and they both sold out like oh i'm sure like, the whole thing this I'm is sure. fucking insane and i mean i i gotta admit i got some cute shit while i was there so <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like i got a poster i got like the little button that says that's i awesome. heart barbie so oh, i was that's like where the button came from that's where the button came from yeah <laughs> i so thought you just bought that and you're like yes i'm wearing it with my barbie shirt <laughs> <laughs> nope no, nope, that's where it came from. <laughs> and I, what's so funny is I feel like that's also kind of the normal now. I feel like almost every movie also has an early screening now, mm-hmm. which is interesting that they're doing that. I feel like but, they're trying to use it as free marketing, like trying to get people oh, yeah. to to yeah. give what you know people on our Instagrams were doing Thursday, which was getting the review out like organically instead of pushing it out yeah they used to barbie is one of those movies that like i said before i was very excuse me i was very shocked at how deep it got Mm -hmm. like how what directions it took 
And I think that's what I appreciated the most about it because it wasn't afraid to be kind of like bold. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I feel like that's what we kind of needed was something that was like in a candy colored packaging, but had like some meanings that were going to like hit you and you're going to be like, Oh fuck. Like that, (laughs) that's, that's some real shit. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like I may be a Barbie girl, but goddamn, like <laughs> talk about crisis. <laughs> Do you ever think about death? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Honestly, Look, I straight up related to that so quick though. I was like, ooh, intrusive thoughts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. On a daily. <laughs> now before i get into a little bit more um on my thoughts which i'm pretty much gonna probably gush about it except for like a couple of <laughs> things i i want to hear from abby first and then okay. i also want to hear shannon because i took shannon in blind on friday mm-hmm. <laughs> and my excitement was just like i was like i need to know what she's gonna think uh-huh <laughs> You're like watching her face, like as I, I, I honestly almost I did that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for a reaction. I love it. But um, Abby, since you are a guest on here, I will let you go first, and I want you to sure. give me your honest opinion. I will be honest. Uh, that's one thing that I will always be. Um, I was a little disappointed by Barbie. I'm not gonna lie. Um, okay. I am a big Greta Gerwig fan. Um, I think the first viewing of Lady Bird that I saw, I was just like blown away, especially mm-hmm. how real her characters are, how every, like the world she builds, even if they're real or fake, they feel so real and they, they come alive. And I think my issue with Barbie, and I've been trying to like vacillate back and forth between like why I didn't love it as much as I wanted to was that I felt like the Barbie land that she made was very full and real and came alive. And those characters came alive, but everything that happened in the real world was either rushed, confusing, or over the top to the point that like the real world no longer became real. So like Will Ferrell's character is a perfect example where if she's going into this real world and experiencing what it's like to be a human, but the FBI knows that Barbie came into the human world and they're chasing after her with Will Ferrell, who has a board of like wacky guys. It just didn't feel real at all. So it almost felt like, Barbie land and the real world were the same place just with different experiences for women if that makes sense okay and so okay I just never was able to connect to it fully because I felt like the messaging was extremely positive but without connecting to actual real human women with that messaging it falls really flat and that was my main issue. That being said, Margot Robbie was fantastic. Her performance was really, really great. Um, 
she was funny enough like the most human performance even though she she was barbie she felt the most real to me even more real than like america ferrera's character who is an actual human um and then ryan gosling was hilarious and i don't think anyone can deny that i i, I did oh, yeah I did. There were some jokes that fell flat from other characters throughout, but his any scene with him, like I was cackling, laughing. Like you guys are fine with spoilers, right? Or like, yeah, when he screams "sublime," I was oh. like, cr- I was crying, I was laughing so hard. When he turns the corners, goes "sublime," I. <laughs> That was one of, like, the funniest moments in a movie I think, like, I've ever seen. So there were, like, some really some really standout aspects of it. Production design, cinematography was great. It was fun. It was funny. But I felt like pulling it all together, it never really happened. Like, it just kind of stayed in these little pockets of, like, we're funny. We're super serious and we're going to have a monologue. We're you know, doing this chase scene, it just not, it didn't all fully piece together, if that makes sense for me. Okay. But that doesn't mean I hate okay. it. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll say it that. Okay. Yeah. I totally, yeah, I totally get that. I totally yeah. get that. Um, Shane? Okay. So like you saying that actually make, finally makes everything in my head kind of make sense. Cause I've been trying to place it. I really liked it. Like whenever mm-hmm. we left, like I was already like, raving about it thought it was great thought it was really funny and then like I was kind of trying to sit with it though to like really form like a true opinion other than like I'm here I got to see it completely blind had no idea what I was getting into so I was just like loving everything that was getting thrown at me Mm -hmm. and like going into it that way it's great it makes you like really really enjoy it and then these moments like whenever they had just like those serious moments come in or were wanting to like have this message and everything like to me it hit really hard obviously like yes I am a female and so a lot of these messages are really hitting close to home but I was still like enjoying it in a way where like I was enjoying the ride of all of it but yeah it's like those two worlds never truly like made a full impact because of the fact that it did seem very rushed with mm-hmm. the real world yeah. aspect of it. Well, Sparrow character honestly didn't even need to be in it, I feel. No, not at all. No, yeah, that's like, true. That part really threw me off with Mattel. Like, obviously, like, that was their one way to, like, kind of go over to Barbara. But I was like, I feel like there could have been another way for y'all to bring her into this. Like, I don't think that she right. needed to be, like, in the basement of Mattel. Like, I <laughs> She's really weird, by the way. <laughs> no, it was so crazy. weird. She's just, like, tucked into this hallway. But, like, other than, like, the disconnect of that, that, like, the moments where, like, it would go from hardcore funny and then it would all of a sudden pause. And then, like, when Barbie was sitting on the at the bus stop, that was, Incredible. like, the first moment of kind of having, like, a, a weird out of it moment because I'm like, mm. this is a weird slowdown from all of like the crack that Ken is going through right now. Yeah. And then you have her sitting on this bus stop having this moment with this woman. And I'm just like, yes, it's a beautiful moment, but it also feels kind of forced. Mm. I think about it, but I do still really like it. I don't know. Like, I feel like it could have been done a little bit smoother, I guess. Absolutely. I mean, I loved the bus stop scene because I felt like it was 
early enough in the in the moment I liked the bus stop scene a lot okay. like I loved it because I felt like that was going to be our moment where it all changed like yeah. I thought it was like this yeah. is where we're going to start not like you don't have to get rid of the funny obviously like Ken yeah. is still a character there's still going to be funny moments we're still going right. to have mm-hmm. you know it's not going to be all serious but I felt like that was going to be our tone change. And then it immediately like reversed itself and went back to like the crazy ridiculous. And then it like like, dropped us in, like it was almost like a roller coaster or drop us into these really low, low moments of like intense, either like sadness or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, pondering life and like what it means to be a woman and all those things. Whereas, if it was blended more naturally throughout the comedy, I felt like we would have gotten that message more clear yeah. and without feeling like it was like, kind of like jammed down our throats. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah. I completely agree. I that. That's definitely like that hundred percent is the best way to like <laughs> verbalize that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I did really like it. I definitely would say I definitely yeah. again, it's, it was really fun. But I do wish there were some things that could have just flowed a little bit better after I had that moment to step away from the Barbie high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a ton of fun. Like, the, you can't oh, deny yeah. that, like, while you're in the theater, you're having fun. Oh, yeah. But I think you just, like, it's, it's that yearning for something more that yes. I, you know, I think especially knowing it's it's Greta like you you're expecting those mm-hmm. you know she's she's always delivered really powerful meaningful pro woman like feminist messages in movies mm-hmm. but it's never been that force fed to us and it's yeah. always been really beautiful and natural mm-hmm. and this one i just wish that it had been blended more because like if it had done that well i think this would have been my favorite movie of the year but it didn't and i was just so upset i was like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, like it it honestly was touching on some like real real social commentary Mm -hmm. and it wanted to go there like it was not afraid and it really wanted to go there um but i i definitely understand what you guys are saying it's it was interesting how it just kind of just happened mm-hmm. and then was just kind of oddly, I don't even want to say blended. It was just oddly just kind of jumped, jump cut to like mm-hmm. a funny scene or jump cut to something else happening. And I mean, the like when you mentioned the bus stop scene, like the bus mm-hmm. stop scene was so beautiful the way it was yeah. done. And, like, you know, it was almost like that slow pivot where you felt Mm -hmm. like the movie start to turn. And you're just like, okay, they're going to get more serious here. Yeah. But then, you know, it just took a step back and it was just like, oh, not yet. Not yet. (laughs) It's like, we're not going to go that direction (laughs) just yet. Um, But, um, I mean, I'm going to be the one that's a little biased here because (laughs) I absolutely adore the movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but I, even after seeing it the second time, like I was just like, the first time I saw it on Wednesday, I wasn't truly sure 
mm-hmm. like where I would place it yet. But the only thing that kept popping in my head was just like, oh my God, this is going to piss off so many people. (laughs) 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 Like that was the first thing that went through my head. And I remember after the screening on Wednesday, like, like, you know, there's like a bunch of guys in there. There's big, Mm -hmm. diverse crowd. And there was several guys there with like, I'm assuming with their girlfriends or like whatever. And I remember one guy stood up like right when the movie ended. First thing that came out of his mouth was that was such a fucking stupid movie. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I was, I know. Of course he thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, interesting. And then like everything started to flow through my head. And I was like, this is going to piss off a lot of people because of what it's saying. Mm-hmm. But then there's other people that are pissed off because they're like, it said too much for women and then some people are just like it was too misogynistic towards men and i was like you know what it honestly wasn't you know misogynistic it wasn't against any gender in my opinion i think it poked enough fun at both sides to kind of like really be like that weird like you know like edgy kind of balance mm-hmm. and you know the, the one thing i said like my coworker asked me the next day she was just like oh my god what'd you think what'd you think and i was like i even told her i was just like it's probably gonna make a lot of people mad but i said you know what like if you really really have a problem with it and you don't want to hear these messages maybe you need to take a step back and look at yourself mm-hmm. like yeah. especially if, if you're a man and you have yeah. like and you're feeling a little insecure. Like, I know I'm saying this as a man myself, but I'm just like, if you're a man and you're feeling insecure by jokes that a female director is throwing at men. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you, you need to reevaluate yourself there a little bit. You're kind of yeah, looking was... like a little Ken with the patriarchy incident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was unfortunate, like, waking up Thursday morning and checking social media, there were a decent number of Instagram reviewers that I follow that I hadn't even seen the movie yet, but Mm -hmm. based on their review of it, I was like, oh, shit, like, men hate this movie. Yeah. It immediately made me want to like it more. Like, I was like, well, fuck them. I'm going to go love it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) obviously, like, I still, you know, I had my issues, but I still enjoyed it. But I think the thing that really was disappointing was reading all those reviews and just thinking, like, they completely just missed it. Like, they didn't even take the time to unpack things that were given to them. And we're just like it, you know, it, it's a, just a movie about hating men and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, no, dude, like <laughs> if that's all you're hearing, that's a, that's a you problem. Yeah. That's a you problem. Um, exactly. That's a you problem. I do think that the messaging was too on the nose, but it was just too on the nose in a, um, in how it was portrayed, not like what the message was, the, me- what the message was, was nothing revolutionary. It was you know, a woman's experience in the world and, you know, dealing with the results of a patriarchal society and all those things that like, if anybody like believes that that's not the case or isn't real, like you're just 
already not going to like Barbie. <laughs> like you're just oh, right. may as well not even see the movie. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, it was just disappointing in general reading those reviews. Cause it was from people that like, I have respected and have really enjoyed mm-hmm. reading their content. And I was just like, man, like really <laughs> not <Yeah>. you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, it's very unfortunate. I had, I had the same is. situation happen and you know, like there, there's a YouTubers like that I follow and stuff like that. And, you know, so several people have been like, you know, crowning achievements. They've had like their, you know, their little issues with it. Mm-hmm. But then certain people have been like, you know, pointing out everything that just wasn't the purpose. Yeah. And it's like, it's like you can't just pinpoint these little things. Like if it's making mm-hmm. you mad with those little things, like, you, first of all, it's a movie. You got to overlook that. Secondly, yeah. it's Barbie. Like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like who who would have ever thought like a movie about a doll would be like a think piece in a way and i think one thing that they really didn't um explain well enough but as i was thinking about it back in like reverse as i was just going through the movie is that the reason why margot robbie's character is having these deep moments of self-realization is because an adult is playing with her Mm-hmm. The person yeah. playing with Ryan Gosling's Ken might be a little kid who is not emotionally intelligent or available or, you know, whatever, and is just like throwing Ken around and like, I'm putting you in a horse costume and I'm doing this and like, whatever. <laughs> and yeah. so I think we're trying to, in, in Greta's world, the reason why Barbie can think outside the box is because an adult is playing with her. Yeah, But if all the rest of the people around her are being played with by children in the real world, technically speaking, none of them would have any type of character growth, period. Yeah, And even though things change in Barbie land, technically speaking, one of the biggest like things that people had an issue with was that like the end of the movie was just them flipping Barbie land back to how Barbie land was basically. Mm -hmm. And I mean, but if you think about it, Margot Robbie, who becomes human, is the only person who, in that world, would have any type of character arc who would change and yeah. who would want to leave that world because it's no longer for her. Yeah. So, like... That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that... I, I Even though I have, like, my qualms with it, that was one argument that I don't agree with, was, like, there's no character development for any of the men. And I'm like, well, there isn't for any of the Barbies, either. No, like yeah. it's just Margot Robbie, basically. So, <laughs> yeah, they say, yeah. I still feel like though, like there's all this, like of course the arguments of like it's all about hating men and everything. But I'm also mm-hmm. like, she also gives Ken like this more of like a self identity of like you don't have to do things for me. Like you need to just mm-hmm. be yourself. Which I feel like with a lot of like how a lot of straight men are taught like we're they're supposed to be like all about like impressing women and doing Mm -hmm. stuff for women and all this stuff and it's just like she's trying to let her know like be your own person be yourself and then who will will come to you like instead of trying to force this relationship and then try to control and hold on to it and whatever like there is that deep meaning that's behind that as well that I think a lot of people just kind of were like too hung up on like what was going on with Barbie to not mm-hmm. like see what was going on with these small things in the background too. 
like, yes, Ken wasn't the main part of the story, but he still had his own, like, yeah, like you said, they're not going to be able to have these full, like, character arcs, mm-hmm. but he still had somewhat of, like, an almost, like, I don't know if they, like, touched the child's brain, too, in some weird way, but... Right, <laughs> right. A little bit of change happened in him in the end where he's like, okay, like, mm-hmm. I don't have to be your kin. Like, I don't know. Right. I I felt like they had some, like, obviously this was meant to be a little bit more, it, this was more of a women's, it was a women's life story. Like, that whole beautiful freaking end scene with Billy Idol's song and the pic, like, I teared up during that because the flashes of, like, the women's life and stories mm-hmm. and everything else, I was like, yeah. this is beautiful. Like, yes, it's a women's story, but I mean, I feel like men can learn a lot from it as well. And yeah. they're going to keep getting butt hurt by it if they don't just like sit and have an open mind. For I was going to say, if they're open to listening <laughs> to it. That's yeah, exactly. They just have to, just for, just for the, however long this movie is, sit with it. Just mm-hmm. sit with it. Let her marinate. Exactly. Let exactly. it marinate for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let it marinate. Because mm-hmm. you know what? Like that, that scene of her becoming a human is so gorgeous first of all it's gorgeously shot just like her and ruth handler yeah. just being in that that like space between like barbie land and <laughs> have the you real seen world. the memes where it was like that's harry potter and dumbledore walking and, <laughs> 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 and i'm like they're not wrong <laughs> they're not wrong they're, they're not, not wrong. wrong i see it i do see it yeah um but i mean that scene was beautiful and just kind of like what shannon was saying with you know, just seeing that camera look into her eye and just seeing those flashes of like what it's like to go through like womanhood and go through all this stuff. Like it, it was such like a pivotal moment of just mm-hmm. being real. And you, you watched her, you watched this doll literally have an existential crisis. <laughs> because she didn't know where she belonged anymore like she Mm -hmm. felt stuff she wanted to feel more things and she wanted to be a part of this of a different world you know and i feel like that's what i really appreciate about it it's like a subtext of finding yourself Mm -hmm. and i feel like we've all we've all kind of had those moments of kind of like questioning what we're doing in the world questioning where we're going to be in the world and i think that's what sat with me the most like even though you know most of it is being uh you know a feminist a feminist movie which i incredibly appreciate because i am all pro woman like people do not understand the qualms of a woman (laughs) (laughs) men do not get it (laughs) but i support everything about it um like I said, it's, you know, it's just about finding yourself. It's about mm-hmm. really trying to figure out what you're going to do in life. And, you know, then to just to wrap it all up and have probably one of the funniest and ra- most random jokes I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> the the last line. <laughs> yes. Where I, lit- for some reason, the first time I saw it, I was thinking, oh, she's probably going to like go start like maybe her career or she's going to do something. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's going to like actually work for Mattel. I don't know. Some weird thoughts were going through my head. And then when she said, <laughs> when she said, I'm here to see my gynecologist, the 
the way the entire theater lost it <laughs> was so funny. Like, I was so shocked. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. In our theater, there were like a lot of kids and so Same when kids. that joke oh, yeah. happened it didn't land because they don't even know what a gynecologist is right and the one little girl behind me just goes what was that <laughs> <laughs> they were so confused i was like oh no go watch little mermaid it's still playing <laughs> like <laughs> and see like, like that's the thing like some people have said like I mean, I, I honestly said, but after the second time, I don't know, that it's not a kid's movie. Mm-mm. It's I – don't, I don't think I can say it is a kid's movie. It's not directed at kids. But, I mean, if you take your kids, I don't think there's anything, like, truly inappropriate enough that they can't no. be around. No, it's not inappropriate. It's that they just wouldn't understand it. Like, they wouldn't yeah. – like, ha- like, more than half of it would just go right over their heads. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like, in those more serious tones. Those kids are not going to know yeah. any of, like, what's going on right there. No. Like, yeah. especially, like, the younger they are, the more confused they're going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely. true. That is very I true. Think, like definitely the parts when they're in Barbie Land, that is like all of that colorful fun time is for them. <laughs> that is You're the right. dance scene. Yeah, used to be able to bring them to the theater and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like I, I yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you good. You go. Okay. <laughs> um, the you know, like kids, of course, like everything will go over their heads, but. I feel like the movie itself, like, even during the rest, even in the real world, it was still bright and colorful enough that they mm-hmm. still can have their attention and just, like, watch everything that's happening. Even yeah. if, like, they're not going to totally understand every right. single line, every single thing that's going on, every single, like, statement they're trying to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still colorful enough. So I honestly say, like, I wouldn't say this is a movie for, like, if you're trying to have somebody sit and watch a movie, it's not a movie for anybody under the age of maybe 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anybody in, like, their agree. tweens, like, tweens, like, maybe 12 and up, they can sit and kind of appreciate this. Because I feel like oh, they, would yeah. Yeah. They, would so, they would somewhat get it. Some people have argued that this is a movie only for 25 and up. And I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's yeah, not. no. <laughs> not at I'm all. Like, no, it's not. Like, I'm like, first... Frontal lobe is fully developed. No. Like... <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not how it goes. No. Oh, man. Oh, uh, what were you going to say, Shannon? Sorry, I like cut you off earlier. Oh, no, you're good. Like, I just, like, this was a movie that, like, Whenever I were leaving him, like, we were talking, and I, we had that group, literally, like, a group of really tiny girls came in with these two parents to come see this movie. Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, I would have brought my nieces. Like, I kind of would, in a way, almost want them to see it. Like. Yeah. It's kind of, like, it's a, di- to me, obviously, I'm a female, but, like, it's very digestible mm-hmm. of what is actually going on socially when it comes to, you know, females and just how hard we are on ourselves and 
in all aspects of our like lives. So it's just, it's very like, I feel like I would be okay with what, them seeing it. And if there was questions about it later, I would actually like really enjoy having this conversation with them because mm-hmm. it could open a conversation yeah. with things that are going on within themselves. Cause my nieces are, they're tweens. Well, one's mm-hmm. a tween, the other one just turned 13. So a lot is going on in those pretty babies' heads because I remember being yeah. and mm-hmm. they're now in a time where social media is even crazier than it was with me. Like my like high of social media was MySpace. They now <laughs> oh, have yeah. oh yeah. They oh, now my. have Instagram models and TikTokers and people doing reels and all of the stuff that they're seeing every day and it's it's a lot. It's a lot mm-hmm. to have to for someone so young to have to try to digest. So I think it would actually be, I'm here for the young women to be able to see this movie and hear these things and see some empowerment. And I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like it could be good. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I I definitely think it's a message that needs to be like heard. Mm -hmm. And you know, like I said before, like who would have thought it would have come in in the wrapping of, you know, a Barbie movie, but I mean, hey, get it where you can get it because this is something that's not really that people are some people are scared to touch on these mm-hmm. things. Some people are scared to portray these things and are scared to just talk about these things. And you know, these these are important topics to mm-hmm. really get on top of. And I, I do agree like in the in this movie like now finally we're gonna kind of get into my little bit of qualms um (laughs) it is a little preachy yeah so it is a little preachy i do i do definitely feel like it could have been you know not spread thin throughout the movie but maybe just i don't know just kind of stretched out a little bit more not just like like i thought america ferrera's speech when she was in barbie land i thought that was gorgeous I was like, yes, absolutely. I do feel like it came at a somewhat strange time. Very strange. Yeah, I felt it come. <laughs> the at timing a, a, on that was very weird. Yeah, it came at a little bit of a strange time. And one thing that I will agree with what people have said is that we didn't get enough development from America Ferrera and Sasha. Yeah. To really like latch on to these characters and then have them yeah. come in and start fixing stuff and mm-hmm. i get that um, like to be honest i d- i don't even know what their names are like i know you just said <laughs> slash i don't even know what america ferrera's name is like it's it's america ferrera like, <laughs> that's true yeah i i, I honestly, couldn't even tell you what her character's name is gloria yeah. I just it. it's gloria gloria okay <laughs> for some reason it just popped in my head but i was thinking well about you've too. seen it twice so uh, that's true <laughs> that's true. i've only seen it once and i do not remember her or the daughter um but um you know, like I wish, I really wish I would have got like more from them, of course, mm-hmm. before they gave that speech. And I feel like it would have made it a little yeah. more impactful, especially. Yeah. But I had. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that I like, I obviously agree with you that it, it could get preachy. And I just have like a recommendation, especially like Shannon, you're talking about like your nieces. And if people are looking for 
like a really pro feminist pro woman movie that came out this year that I felt like delivered the exact same messages of like self-discovery and what it means to be a mom and what it means to be a girl and what it means to be like an aging woman mm-hmm. was are you there god it's me margaret oh it yes. was incredible how they layered those themes so beautifully in a genuinely hilarious movie and i feel like if barbie had been able to do that Mm -hmm. where i mean and are you there god it's me margaret literally has a scene where there's like a bunch of tweens jumping up and down saying um i must i must i must increase my bust like it's it has its like little ridiculous moments Mm -hmm. that are very funny (laughs) But the way it blends, like, all of those same, very similar storylines is, I don't know. It just, like, it hits so much harder than I think I got that messaging way mm-hmm. more in that movie than I ever did in Barbie, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. So Bar- uh, Barbie was a ton of fun, but I feel like if I was, like, to say, like, what is the most pro-woman, like, pro-feminist movie of the year so far, I would actually say, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, a thousand percent over Barbie. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I totally definitely. agree. I, I do definitely agree. Like, um, yeah. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is fantastic. Beautiful movie. And, you know, like, obviously, like, I can't relate to anything that happened in that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's just so well like developed and told mm-hmm. that it, it's very smart. It's very smart yeah. the way it's done. Yeah. Um, but uh, one thing I will say about Barbie, well, another few things I'll say about Barbie is that I do kind of wish also in a way that it was, I, I appreciate that they wanted to take the time to really push these out. Like I, I appreciate the time that they wanted to convey this, certain message in this movie i also wish it would have maybe maybe it's just like the pivot between the Mm -hmm. two tones Mm -hmm. i kind of wish it would either do one or the other or have just really spread it out throughout the movie Mm -hmm. like because i mean like 90% of the movie, like, I had a fucking blast. Like, I was living for it. And I mean, one one other thing I can say is that I I understand the real world concept. Like, it it was a little too goofy. It was a little too goofy. Like, when they took this movie, like, it was almost like they took camp and really like like turned it up to an 11 Mm -hmm. and I do feel like I wouldn't have wanted any more of Will Ferrell or the CEOs of Mattel but I also would want a little bit less like I would have been okay with just maybe maybe Right. <laughs> like yeah. I I honestly would have been okay with like maybe like a cameo and mm-hmm. have been like, oh yeah, he's the CEO of Mattel. Like I'd been like, okay, that's funny. And yeah, then yeah. just kind of did like a little joke here and there. But it was the the chase scene where they were chasing her around. I thought the chase scene in the by the office cubicles, I thought that was a little stupid. 
<laughs> like, yeah. it's our, like when I was watching it, I was just like, okay, <laughs> all right. I don't know why everybody's running at like this weird pace. Yeah, like, I don't know what they're trying I've, to go for here. I feel well, like the only meaningful scene that happens with Mattel was when they ask her to get back in the box and like mm-hmm. that'll fix yeah. it. But like technically you could have written that scene into Barbie land where like some, a character in Barbie land could have been like, Oh, well like to, you know, reset yourself, you need to climb back in this box real quick. Like they didn't really, it wasn't explained well in the real world. So it could have been not as explained well in Barbie land, but it also would have just made sense. Like I literally think we could have deleted Mattel and Will Ferrell entirely from the movie. And it probably would have actually been a better movie to be honest. Yeah. Like they didn't add anything. Yeah. I I definitely see that. I will say though. Oh God. Sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. Like it, it, like even with that the you talking about like the running scene throughout the thing it made it to where the real world didn't feel real yeah because yeah. of how they were running around it was very much like scooby-doo like their arms yeah. pumping yes like yeah it was very like it wasn't realistic so i was like are they in the real world or are they very much like how you said it didn't seem like mm-hmm. and the real world like were separate so yeah i'm wondering i'm sorry i'm just oh, having like yeah. this like moment of like bleh, mm-hmm. felt like raven that's so raven moment <laughs> i'm wondering <laughs> if that final scene with the montage is the real real world oh like what if this isn't actually like the real world yeah because even the way that that montage is shot is completely different from like the real world scenes yeah Okay. Okay. That is like, true. Because if I'm thinking about it, like it didn't really like fit with the real world. So yeah. like, there's that there could be dimensions in this. <laughs> there's oh, universes yes. in this in this <laughs> hey. Barbie world. I'm just wondering because I'm thinking about that because that montage actually stood out to me as kind of a not that I didn't like it. I thought it was beautiful, and I mean the song is gorgeous, and it was shot really well, oh, yeah. and it was very meaningful and impactful. But it felt so different than the real world that you were saying that, like, that you know, chasing through the yeah scene and like pumping their arms and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is the real world. Like, this is what I wanted to see. Yeah, Margot Robbie experience, and she never did. And so I'm yeah. wondering if there's if they were kind of with that montage suggesting that there is like a further layer to this world, this Barbie world. I don't know. That's just a random thought. Honestly, I could definitely see that. Like, it makes a lot of sense, especially since Weird Barbie already said that there's, like, another dimension anyway. Yeah. So, like, it would make a ton of sense, actually, if that's how it really was. Like, she only got to see a layer. And, heck, maybe only the layer that she wanted to see, because obviously her and Ken had two, like, completely different experiences whenever they went out. Mm -hmm. So, it could very well be that it wasn't even truly like completely there just yet yeah Ooh, that's true. honestly like I, I wish they like did that i wish they like yeah. layered into that a little bit more because i feel like yeah. i would have i would have forgiven the real world scenes in that case for not yeah. being real if i if i if that was the case but yeah. you are right weird barbie did say that there are like dimensions and what's interesting too is that like when she shows barbie like the map of the world like of the real world like Mm -hmm. it is very 
surface layer and it's just kind of like chunks for continents and it's not yeah, really like fleshed out true. entirely yeah are we so, on to something did we figure it out i think we did <laughs> i honestly think we did we're fixing it like you know what we're fixing it right like honestly like i know that their plan is to make a whole barbie cinematic universe is there so, yeah they're, i did I not hear they're gonna, that they're gonna oh make, my god they're gonna make sequels for sure like especially oh. with the way this performed yeah. which speaking of which for those of you who live under a rock and have not heard how this movie performed <laughs> yeah it's doing uh, quite well it's doing very very well which i was very very surprised well then justice um, for midge i want midge to have her own movie i need midge to be yes. more prominent because i i, I have midge. to say though <laughs> i have to say though the jokes about midge were very very funny hilarious but i do want some kind of justice for her because she needs to have her story told she didn't choose mm -hmm. to be the pregnant barbie <laughs> <laughs> i want midge's story and i want alan's story those are the oh two that God. i would want oh that fantastic alan until this i had to i know you know what's funny is i, I remember can't. my mom telling me about alan she had an alan doll she's like oh, my oh God. yeah i remember alan and then i was <laughs> And then she was just like, yeah, there was Ken, there was Alan, and there was like multiple versions of Ken, but they never made different <laughs> variations of Alan. Poor Alan. <laughs> and you see like that. I liked the one that, before I get back to my qualms, some of the things I, I know I'm all over the place, but some of the things I liked were like the humor of being, not only was it kind of spot on, but it was like very niche to where you know like those those moments with like the narrator mm -hmm. which speaking oh, of which yeah. the, narr the narrator is helen Marin, which i was like what the fuck <laughs> incredible <Love>. but, <laughs> but when she said uh what she say? she says she had that one comment about little girls mm -hmm. and then she said something about like every everyone but their mothers or something like that and they were like you know if you have kids pretty much and i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> called out about 65 percent of the audience right now mm -hmm. but and then like the subtle little jokes about like alan and she and they would kind of like respond like it was i was like this is the kind of humor that i was hoping for and i loved that yeah but i will say like the real world aspects like if that's a layer that's fucking brilliant like if that's Dude. a layer then this movie yeah. just took a whole nother level of being absolutely if, if fucking it's brilliant. a layer i'm sold like if it's a layer i'm in like I, you could just sign me up i'm like all right i'll maybe i'll just watch it again and pretend that that's what they're doing and yeah. i'll love it yeah Rewatch or... in your brain, and then maybe everything will start to make a little bit more sense. Yeah. More sense. <laughs> we just gotta call up Greta and be like, "Listen, Greta, be real with us here. Was that a, was that a layer? Is this another like, dimension? Was this canon or not? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, you know, like it's like if we touched on something like this, that's great. And you know, like I'm not saying this just because I'm biased because yeah. I obviously love the movie to death. Mm -hmm. yeah. like I, I think it's brilliant in its own right and i think i liked it so much because it's wacky and it's different i liked it a lot because it's different 
Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. something that anybody expected or anybody knew that they kind of wanted in a way. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't another superhero movie because I maybe get flack for this, but I am so fucking tired of these goddamn superhero movies now. <laughs> I'm over it. Same. I am Same. over it. <laughs> like, we need a long, long, long break, which I am scared for Blue Beetle. <laughs> but I actually... I. I skipped Guardians of the Galaxy and it's the first Marvel movie I haven't watched. And I just, I feel like I'm exhausted, like you said, of superheroes. Like I'm just, ugh. Yeah, it's fatigue. <laughs> yeah. It's the fatigue. It, I finally, I think I finally hit the superhero fatigue. Like they have, what, Secret Invasion or whatever out right now, or the mm-hmm. the show. I watched literally the first episode and I was like, I don't think I can do it. Like, I think I'm I'm I need a break. I need a break so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was it was while I it was like in the middle of Ant Man and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> now Sp- Spider Verse is a completely different like oh, story and genre oh, yeah. and is is maybe the best movie so far this year, but it's oh, so good. <laughs> we need more of that we need more like yes. like a, a different change in superhero and not yeah. just the same old thing over and over and over and over again right mm-hmm. yeah exactly and you know like i i am kind of excited in a way i'm open well i'm not gonna say i'm excited i'm <laughs> open-minded <laughs> to haunted mansion but the thought that keeps running through my head is did we need this to be done again i'm just like i'm so curious about the cast that i'm like these people like for lakeith to say yes to a movie actually takes a lot he's only done like really good projects that's true and so for him to say yes i'm like there has to be something about this script or he just like needed to make a quick buck after the pandemic. I don't know what what it is. Yeah. But I I yeah. want to trust like his judgment because I think I've loved every single performance and role he's ever had. And so yeah. I'm crossing my fingers that it's going to be like a really big surprise for the summer and that it's actually going to be like a like a sleeper hit hoping for it obviously yeah Yeah, why not (laughs) that's the same thing i'm hoping for like i'm hoping it's gonna surprise me it's gonna be like one of those and i'll be like oh that was actually very very good or it was actually a lot of fun right now just from the trailers i'm just like uh i mean it looks all right yeah i i mean i'm not saying that like the eddie murphy haunted mansion is nothing that's untouchable because that movie is (laughs) fine (laughs) uh i don't know how well it aged but it's fine (laughs) Um, serviceable it's serviceable (laughs) but anyway back to barbie um (laughs) you know put it in rewind for a second um my last qualm that i'm going to say about barbie is that Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong i absolutely love the soundtrack Like, Mm -hmm. I think the soundtrack is so much fucking fun. (sighs) I like the scene with them dancing to the Dua Lipa song in Barbie World. Mm -hmm. In Barbie Land, whatever. And then, I, of course, the pivotal moment of having Billie Eilish's song play is important. I feel like having every other song, like, sprinkled through there, to me, was a distraction. Okay. Like, I'd rather would have actually had a score. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, especially the scene when she's running out of Mattel, like they played Speed Drive from Charlie XCX. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I fucking love this song. And then while mm-hmm. I was watching it, I was just like, I kind of like listening to the song, but not watching this in this scene. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and it was the same way with, um, oh, what was that other song? There was another song they did too. I will uh, say that the the scene where the Kens all play the guitar for their individual Barbies, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. That was a great moment. That was a great moment. That was probably like I know Ken's song is obviously like the big song of the movie that everybody oh, is like yeah. focusing on, but for some reason that number with all the guitars, I think, is just the funniest. Like. I like I remember it's literally shot me back into high school where like a guy in my high school was like, Hey, like, can I play the guitar for you? And he played um what was it? It was Wonderwall, I think. Oh my maybe. god. Maybe. And we were sitting there on a bench and he was playing it for me and I was like, What reaction does he want me to have right now? Like <laughs> what reaction what, is like, what like, you have in that situation? Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and does that they, they nailed that performance and literally like shout out to andrew from from my high school you know who you are and you know that you did it (laughs) (laughs) what what an iconic what like that scene was it just nailed perfectly like i think there have been so many women and girls throughout all of time who have experienced a man shout singing his guitar at them and it's just it was so funny i love i loved that scene loved that scene and it was always like a, a dad rock song or like a soft really rock was. song yes. <laughs> it really was and you know speaking of us like that was so funny like the moment it started mm-hmm. and like just before he like even started singing he was just like you want to come in and watch me play the guitar at you <laughs> it's like oh my god i was like yes. wow they're really going here and you know, once he started singing and he was like all into his feels and everything. And the moment it said four hours later. Yes. And they, then they were on the beach. I lost it. I so was like, funny. I cannot. And they were all singing the same song. They just all traversed back and forth between them. Beautiful. Incredible. I was like, that was beautifully done. Yeah, that was a great scene. Um, I mean, you know. Of course, those songs are important to have in the movie. Me, personally, I just feel like dropping the soundtrack songs in there, I don't know, just for me, felt like a distraction. Took you out of it a little bit. It took me out of it a little bit. Like, when they got to the real world, they played that Carol G song, and I heard it, and I was like, I was like, I rather would have not had anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I rather would have just, like, heard, like, the beachgoers and then, like, their reactions and stuff. But... I think a small part of me, I, I agree with you that it took, like, it was a little bit of a distraction, but I think because I wasn't enjoying it as much as I wanted to, and I was a little disappointed, every time, like, a new song came on, I was like, ooh, I like this song, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like it, like, it helped me because I was, like, already out of it, but I can totally see how if you were, you know, trying to really, like, lock in and were enjoying it, it would feel a little, a little odd. I could, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, like, I definitely, like, I appreciate the scene that we were talking about with the the Ken song. And mm-hmm. then I appreciate I'm Just Ken. 
I really, really wanted more of a score mm-hmm. in the movie, and I don't know what it was. Maybe I'm just I don't know. As I grew up, like I realized, like I love listening to a good score in a movie. Mm. Yeah. Like when you hear that orchestra, when you hear the blend, it makes a scene feel so much different than it can be like conveyed. Like it can really speak to you in a different way. And no, I know Shannon hasn't seen it yet, but Oppenheimer was that score. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's that's probably one of the positives that I can really say about Oppenheimer was holy shit, that score. That was score was insane. 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 Yeah. Bravo to I don't even know his name. It's Alexander something. Lud Lud Ludwig. 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 Yeah. Um, I don't know how to say his last name. I don't either. Very very Swedish. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) but he is brilliant for that. Mm -hmm. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, but you know, with Barbie, like I gotta say, like the soundtrack is mostly full of fucking bangers. Yeah. Like. I was so shocked. A lot of people hate me because I like, well, not hate me, but like hate the fact that I like the Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice song. But I was like, you Why know what? Why would they hate you for that? It's a banger. <laughs> They're just like, oh my God. Like, because, you know, there's people that hate Ice Spice. I mean, I was a shit talker of Ice Spice for a bit too, because I was just like, eh, I don't get the hype. But I love Ice Spice. <laughs> I kind of like her too now. And I literally in my daily life just walk around the house going, "Stop playing with them, Riot!" Like that's just <laughs> part of my part of my soundtrack to my life now. So. <laughs> I love Ice Spice. I love that. And I, I was sitting there at work, and I was singing the Barbie World song. Mm-hmm. And my coworker hadn't really listened to the song; like she didn't really process the song; like she's heard it. But I know the the raps. You know, like when they hit that drill beat. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting there and I was just like, it's Barbie bitch with her Barbie click. And, and I did that part where it was just like, um, she, I, I keep dragging her. So she bawled a bit and she was like, what the fuck did you just, <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like, what are you singing? And I was just like, I love it. Barbie world. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's just so much fun. It's I so am much fun. addicted to the song angel. Oh, from pink Panthers oh i'm it's addicted to so it so good like, when the what? when the like fiddle comes in yes. i launch into outer space i'm just like, <laughs> like it's so good I, when it's I first amazing heard it, i was so confused i was like wait where is this going and then they did that whole fiddle and i was like they really changed this up and then they put like that little Dude. bit of pop beat behind it i was like this mm. is fucking brilliant it's one of, it's one of my favorite songs this year like period oh, <laughs> my yeah. spotify replay is just that song <laughs> <laughs> i love it i will say like the first the main singles that they released from the soundtrack are on repeat for me like mm-hmm. angel of what's it called um barbie dreams from that k-pop group mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah spot on. like that really made me feel like i was gonna watch a fucking magical movie before i saw it i was like holy yeah. shit this movie, this song is bop and then i also kind of felt like i was watching one of the animated ones i was just like oh i saw after i heard the song for the first time i was just like well time to watch the princess and the popper <laughs> yeah 
And yes. side note, that is probably my favorite animated Barbie movie. Is that the one where it's the, I'm just like you. Yes. You're just like me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Take responsibility. Yes. I, I haven't seen the movie, but I have seen that clip and I yes, love it. It's I love that clip. That movie is brilliant. Like, honestly, it's very smart. I was very surprised at how good it is. Maybe I need to watch that movie and definitely watch that one. A special episode. <laughs> we'll be back to hear you for our yeah. thoughts on Princess and the Popper. But oh my god! I, for some reason, Speed Drive from Charlie XCX mm-hmm. just does something to me when I'm in the car. Oh my god! Did you should gas s- pedal just goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the tollway, and. I think I I went 95 at one point. <laughs> I was just flying. Oh my god! Well, you're like that's normal Texas road speeds, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly I don't know what the speed limit on the toll is supposed to be. I think it's what like 75, 80, Maybe something. Yeah. Okay. I follow the joneses that has literally been the rule that was ingrained in my brain as a child like yes there's obviously speed limits in small towns and when you're within like neighborhoods but when it comes to a highway follow the joneses and i was like okay so if someone in front of me is going like 90 you bet your ass i'm going 92 (laughs) let's go where are we going clear the way clear the way exactly it's like mama's coming through better move (laughs) and i i I will say like after we saw the movie on friday i did fly down the highway blasting the soundtrack sometimes you gotta you gotta and you know after seeing the movie like pink from lizzo Mm -hmm. so so like first of all it's hilarious it's hilarious when it's said in the movie yeah but but listening to it on the road i'm just like god this is just such like a funky like hell like (laughs) yes like hell yeah bitch pink (laughs) it's all pink is where it's at um as i'm wearing an entire pink outfit right now yes um yes as you can see i still love the movie very very much i was actually contemplating yesterday after seeing oppenheimer if i wanted to go see Mm -hmm. barbie again and then amc was just like (laughs) oh you booked too many and i was like oh well you can't (laughs) i was like well fuck you too (laughs) (laughs) and then besides that like it it was sold out like this whole weekend like oh my god you're like you cannot get tickets yeah, that, unless you're sitting in front of the screen. And I'm like, absolutely. No, the I saw Oppenheimer at 11:30 on Saturday morning, and it was pretty much sold out. The only yep. seats that were available were like the three front rows. This is why I did not go. I knew that was going to be the case. Mm-hmm. I was like, screwed. I'm not going to be able to buy a ticket. So I'm yeah. I wanted because I wanted to do the Barbie Highway experience because everyone was like, mm-hmm. you want to do both, and I'm like, I don't know if I literally can. And it looks like I probably could. <laughs> I don't. I mean, like uh, a couple of my coworkers were asking about that, like today in one of our meetings, and I was just like, you know what? Like, 
I don't think after Oppenheimer, I could have even processed another movie. And I know a lot of people are like, well, go see Oppenheimer and then like, you know, cool down with Barbie and have fun. Mm -hmm. But then also like, you know, as we've talked about, Barbie does address some like heavier topics and has that that scene at the end that's like really heavily emotional. Yeah, Yeah. I don't I don't feel like people who saw them back to back were probably able to fully appreciate each of them as their own entities okay oh yeah fully i don't yeah. think i that think i would sense yeah yeah that is i personally true. would not see them back to back thing no yeah <laughs> that was never my intention either like i like i i of course wanted to see both of them the weekend mm-hmm. but yeah. i i knew which one i wanted to see first and i was like well i'm gonna see the other one at a separate time so that way i can appreciate mm-hmm. it and I did. Yes. I took a whole day. Like we saw Barbie on Friday. I, I took all of Saturday and then I saw Oppenheimer Sunday morning. And mm-hmm. even then, like that same thing for me, like it was pretty much sold out. Like there were, whew. yeah. I think the only seats that weren't taken were that entire first row. That's yeah. so crazy. Every other seat was taken. And I was like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. But one thing I, I will, I always question now, I'm like, Every, obviously everybody went out these week this weekend mm-hmm. they're calling this the biggest weekend since endgame mm-hmm. okay. and i'm like are these movies gonna have strong enough legs these following weekends i think you will see oppenheimer's increase and barbie's plateau i think barbie brought the crowd's more consistently i would say like from my experience when i was going to theater it was just like pink everywhere yeah Yeah. so i feel like most people who are seeing who want to see barbie probably saw it this weekend and there's obviously going to be people who want to watch it again or like stragglers who you know just didn't have time this weekend or were traveling or something because you have to remember it's summertime like people are on vacation that's true but i think oppenheimer is one where the interest was a little bit smaller in it and i feel like the reviews and word of mouth is going to carry people more and more into the theater like into next week i see that i think i definitely see that i mean like i I honestly don't see like barbie having like a sharp decline or anything like that but i no i i definitely see like maybe oppenheimer taking the number one spot next weekend just mm-hmm. because of like the word of mouth and i honestly like i mean i'm one of those people like i didn't talk shit about oppenheimer but like i, I didn't love it as much as other people did yeah um, i did enjoy it a lot i think it's a very 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 good movie um yeah. and honestly i tell people to see it because you have to see it to experience it and i say the same thing about barbie you have to see it to really know mm-hmm. what you're getting yourself into Mm-hmm. And I I touched on my podcast and Tony, you touched on it on your Instagram story is like the one thing that we don't need from this weekend is people comparing these two movies. Yep. Oh, yeah. You cannot compare them and you can't just be like, oh, well, like, why would you go see Barbie when there's Oppenheimer? Like there's these film bros who are so obsessed with Christopher Nolan. I, I love Christopher Nolan. He yeah. like in my mind, he hasn't missed. Like I love all of his films, but like people what's what's great about this weekend is that this is one of the first weekends 
in a long time where there is something for literally everyone oh, in yeah. that theater. Yeah. If you have a kid, you can go see Elemental. You can go see The Little Mermaid is still out. If you obviously like horror is a little, you know, we have to wait for talk talk to me to come out on the 28th but you know if you're whoever you have something to go see at the movies and that's what we should celebrate not like oh let's pit them against each other and say yeah. this is better than that like that's not yeah i don't i don't really and there are some people like on instagram who have been like giving awards out where it's like you know this best cinematography goes to oppenheimer over barbie i'm like they're not they're even close to being comparable <laughs> like no. you can't you can't compare these movies so yeah it's and, you know and it, like i like you said like when i touched it on my instagram like i i would I, I got a little mad because yeah people were not only comparing the movies but they were like judging people on what they were seeing yep and i'm oh, like, so really, stupid as we were walking in like this douchey guy was just like oh the intellectuals are gonna go see oppenheimer and i was just like oh bitch okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like the intellectuals yeah that was his choice of word and i was like mm -hmm. okay <laughs> all righty yeah exactly so the one of the ones i was forced to go to it earlier in the day and is a little butthurt so mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know like it just falls into that like even somebody next to me like after i saw oppenheimer like i was stretching like i sat there for three hours you know like i yeah was stretching i was like rubbing my face and she, I kept seeing her like look at me, like this, like weird glances. Like I, I obviously wasn't like having the best time ever or like that, but like she scoffed. <laughs> oh, you offended her. And I was just like, and then she literally turned to me and said, you didn't enjoy this masterpiece. Oh. And I said, I don't have to answer that fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> and i just got up and left and as what a i was weird thing out, to say yeah. to a stranger yeah right? i'm just like and as i was walking out like they were like pretty much like not far behind me and i can still hear them talking and i was just like who cares what anybody thinks of a movie like no and he here's the thing is like i personally think that oppenheimer is one of the best movies i've seen in my adult life I'm going to, I'm, I am that person, but I would never be like, wow, fuck you, Tony. You like Barbie better. What a dork. Like oh, yeah. what? <laughs> it's that movie spoke to you more. And Oppenheimer spoke to me more who gives like, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I, I guess my, I completely agree with you. And it just definitely struck a chord when I was watching your Instagram story that I just hate that people are either judging other people for their their taste and what they're watching this weekend or whatever when the whole heart and soul of barbenheimer is a celebration of movies and everyone coming together and being able to enjoy two things that are wildly different but that we're all like excited for i don't know i just left a bad taste in my mouth so i'm, yeah. I'm glad you agreed with that for sure and i'm sorry that woman was a pitch to you <laughs> <laughs> right i was just like uh excuse me like don't don't worry yeah. about my opinion and i always tell people like some people i know like wait for a rotten tomatoes review and i'm like don't get me wrong like there's times where i like wait for a rotten tomatoes review too but i don't take it into consideration i'm like this is what yeah. they thought cool but you always have to form your own opinion on a movie 
regardless Mm -hmm. regardless if your friends hate this movie you see it too you form your own opinion there's movies that people i know that absolutely love and i can't stand Mm -hmm. and there's movies that people hate that i love so it's you know it's always it's never going to be a perfect game for anything right right but to round this out (laughs) before i keep going on forever about how much i society pisses me off (laughs) um in true fashion of the podcast abby since you are our guest what is your score of barbie on a score of one to five uh, I would give it, c- can I do decimals? Yeah. Yes. I'll give it a 3.5. Okay. Um, I think it was, um, above average for sure. Like it, it's not, I wouldn't say that it's like a mid movie by any means. Um, but it definitely had room for improvement, but I still enjoyed it. So 3.5. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shannon. Uh, just because I did have a lot of fun with it and the fact that I did go in super blind, I'm going to give it a four because I did really have a lot of fun with it. Like, yes, there's things that I wish could have been smoother after I had time to sit with it. But other than that, though, I, and now that I have this whole like layers theory, I'm sticking to my four. (laughs) If it's not, if it's not the real world, five, five out of five. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that layers theory, like, if we're on to something, that's, like, Greta Gerwig is fucking brilliant. Right. Oh, my God. But... Never doubt doubt Greta. uh, Exactly. Because I agree. Lady Bird (laughs) is phenomenal. I saw that. Spectacular movie. I saw that in theaters twice, too, and I was like, God, this Mm -hmm. movie's so fucking good. Little Women, too. I saw that in theaters twice. Little Women was so good. Little Women, yes. Yes. I might watch Little Women tonight, actually. (laughs) I think I'm going to watch Little Women tonight. That's a a good call. It's a good movie. That's a good movie to fall asleep to, you know, in the background. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So to round out the reviews, of course, with me being the biased one, I will give it a one. No, I'm joking. I will give it a... (laughs) (laughs) I'll give it a four and a half. Only because this movie, I do have my qualms, of course. I do understand where everybody's coming from with certain things. And then now also Mm -hmm. taking into uh, consideration this layer multiverse theory that we got going on now. (laughs) Wild. Wild. I, not only did I make this movie my entire personality before it came (laughs) out, like, it has stuck as my entire personality. I have contemplated going on Amazon and buying Barbies, and I'm just like, don't do it. I was like, what? What are you? What are you going to do with them? Are you going to just keep them there? Like, are you actually going to play with them? <laughs> like, I mean, listen, people play with the, well, they collect those pops, those pop. Oh yeah, dolls. The pops. Yeah. There is no difference if you like Barbies, man. Get yourself a fucking Barbie. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that that's is what true. I say. They're they're the same exact thing. You're collecting a toy. <laughs> That is very so, true. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Funko Pops movie now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that It'll is. It'll happen. It'll happen. Watch it just be considering death. Watch it being like <laughs> <laughs> just focused on death. Um, it's a horror. It's a horror movie. It's a horror. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's I would a, be it's here a for it. I would be here for it. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely, let's do this. I'd I'd sign up for it. Um, but I did actually look on Amazon at Barbies. And I saw, like, the merchandise in the movie, like, the dolls that they have specifically from the movie. 
And a lot of those are sold out. Like, you cannot get those oh anywhere. And the ones that you can get are, like, President Barbie, and they're, like, $95 and up. And I'm just like, whoa. Oh, my God. And I know AMC was also doing this stuff for, like, merchandise or whatever. Yeah. So you can get, like, a convertible popcorn tin, which I don't know why I would want to eat popcorn out of a car, but... Also, it was really expensive, right? It was like 70 bucks. No, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) But it also came with one of the movie dolls, too. So uh... I do remember that Barbies have always been expensive, though, because when I when it was like the height of the Hunger Games, my niece was like maybe eight, seven around there. And I bought her a Katniss Everdeen Barbie. And I remember back when i was like in my early 20s i was like man this is a expensive christmas present (laughs) (laughs) like it was not cheap so i can only imagine with the hype of the movie it's barbies are gonna be this christmas it's gonna blow up i'm sure it's like skyrocketed one thing Mm -hmm. i can say before we kind of finish this off um there was this show i don't know if everybody remembers the show but it was on youtube and is called the most popular girls in school and they stop motioned barbies and they were and it was like mean girls (laughs) meets south park like it was so funny and it was so vulgar wait i'm writing this down because i need to watch this what's it called the most popular girls in school yes and it, and it was like Mean Girls meets South Park meets, if you remember the Amanda show when they were in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's exactly what it is. Incredible. And it, it's so funny because it, it popped in my head like just recently because someone did an article like as the movie came out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Barbie is here to talk about some real issues. But remember when Bar- when somebody took Barbies and made them real asshole. <laughs> and i was like oh my god that's right i need to to watch this you have to watch it it is so fucking funny (laughs) it like and when i say it's vulgar it's vulgar and it is so funny like their line deliveries are so funny oh my god amazing but (laughs) that's almost kind of what i was expecting from this movie like i was hoping it was going to be a little more Mm-hmm. but i think it was okay just the way it was but i do also want like an r-rated cut of barbie <laughs> like a vulgar the cut Zack of barbie. snyder cut exactly <laughs> <laughs> just like i i said in the previous episode like i want that pg-13 cut of scooby-doo yes yeah. oh my god yeah like definitely need that oh man all right well drawing this one to a close if you guys have not seen barbie definitely go check it out um it is now playing in theaters um if you guys have not i mean hey shout out if you guys haven't seen oppenheimer yet go see oppenheimer i'm fucking go see both of them they're both good movies Mm -hmm. um hey be like me get a barbie <laughs> get, a barbie. get a barbie treat, get a barbie. treat yourself <laughs> i'm already on amazon as we speak <laughs> there we go but uh we will see you guys next week abby thank you so much for coming on and gabbing yeah, with us thanks about for having movie, me yeah. of course uh, we're gonna have you guys we're gonna have you both you and caitlin on again 
soon. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll find another movie to talk about. Thank you for putting up with my That's So Raven moment to get to the, <laughs> the real world. <laughs> when you said that, I lost it. <laughs> that is really what I felt like because I have those moments too. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But yes, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys haven't checked the movie out, go check it out. Hopefully we didn't spoil too much for you. We tried to, we got in a little bit of spoilers, didn't go too far. Um, nah. It wasn't nearly as bad as we usually go. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> That is actually very true. <laughs> we go a little <laughs> hard sometimes. But um, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.